You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Hi folks, this is Mr. Green of the Women's Pro Wrestling's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling Podcast. And uh, I just got to get on and do this quick intro because today... We have return guests, and you'll hear me repeat all of this, but uh, Erica Porter jo- joined me on the podcast. That'll be just a moment later. Uh, this was somewhat of an impromptu, because generally speaking, when I uh, when I have guests on, and, you know, you, you go through the, the normal interview questions, and I, I go into the uh, randoms question segment and then the uh, fantasy booking segment. But, you know, technically we've done all of that because this being her second time around but she was calling because a we had uh been really admit, been missing each other we had intended to kind of chat a little bit earlier i want to say about a month ago or, or something along those lines they had to kind of catch up because it, and i felt like it was pretty timely wow had started making this comeback as you know is or as you may not know uh it's been uh releasing his episodes uh the second season of which I have full reviews of. Or if you go onto the uh, our YouTube channel, Women's Processing Network, just type that in on YouTube. It'll all come up. And uh, there's there's a playlist of them. There's a playlist of every episode of season two uh, where they're all in review. So if you haven't watched them and you don't intend on watching them, but you want to kind of know what's going on, then, yeah, you can just kind of go on there. You can listen to them and, and see how those episodes played out because these are shows that were in the can. And um, at the time that we spoke originally, we weren't really allowed to talk that deeply about it because uh, even she hadn't really seen the uh, playback of the matches and all of that good stuff. But of course, now all of that's out of the bag and they are picking up steam from where they left off, even though the matches, I think, were taped some three, possibly four years back. Uh, They are acknowledging everything that has taken place from that point on, so... It is uh, back into being fair game territory to talk about the things that took place because, uh, you know, you know how those TV tapings and wrestling goes. So, in any case, long story short, uh, Jungle Girl, Erica Porter, just kind of hit me up out of the blue uh, while I was out uh, having lunch and <laughs> just asked me, you know, hey, I got some free time. Uh, do you want to talk? And of course, I'm not going to turn that down. I say, absolutely, I got free time. I want to talk. You know, I've been, uh, I've been kind of saving that. So I got up after I finished my sandwich, jumped in the car, ran on home, got the, uh, got my audio gear hooked up and ready to roll. And then we sat down and we we talked it up for a little while, just just about an hour or so. And uh, 
it, it was good stuff. I mean, it, it was good talking about, you know, her uh, accomplishments in the ring, uh, the matches that she had that she couldn't talk about uh, before because there was a little bit of a, a hush order on it. And, of course, uh, what Wow was getting ready to do, uh, as she is getting ready to uh, go back out onto the West Coast and do her first championship defense against a, uh, a young lady that some of you guys that, that follow the independent circuit should be very familiar with, Katie Forbes, who within the WOW universe is now known as Chloe Hertz. So if you see her name, that is that is who we're talking about, the, the Barbie badass. So we're going to talk about all of that good stuff. Uh, so that's it. Just uh, give it a second. It's going to turn over, and the interview will be popping right on up. Okay, folks. This is Mr. Green for the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling Podcast, of course, presented to you by the WPN, and this is a, a return guest, Miss Erica Porter, who most of you would know far better as Jungle Girl, and she is back because WoW is back, and this time it is back officially under you know a, a digital platform. You can go into their website and watch all the uh, previous episodes and now they've gone off into doing some live event so if you happen to be in the los angeles area that would be good for you and she's joining me today just to chat it up a little bit she's, she's come back we had a great conversation the first go around so i'm, I'm a, really looking forward to being a, a, another great one jungle girl how are you hello i'm wonderful thank you for having me i feel so special and loved yes, you are special and loved <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, that, that goes without saying. Like I said, you uh, you were here before. You're back again. Uh, there have been yeah, some changes. Yeah, it's been too long. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, but, you know, there have been some big changes for you guys uh, since last time we spoke. Yes, there have been. Uh, originally, when we, when we talked, uh, WoW was still up in the air. They were still kind of saying, well, we, we're planning on releasing this, and we we have press releases for that, but nothing had really come of it. But as we are speaking right now, WoW has gone and released, uh, I guess, the footage, which was edited into two different seasons. So now there's a season two and a season three. And right. you are, or I guess the promotion is currently participating in live events. So there, there's there's been a big, big jump. Yes. You know, I, I think for David, it's been something that is, um, you know, it's been his baby for such a long time. And, you know, there's a calculation that comes with the decisions that he's making and what's in the best interest of of, of the brand itself, what's in the best interest of the, um, the women that are involved. And, um, you know, he could have easily put something out there and continuously put something out there, but I don't think it would have been in line with uh, with the brand, to be honest. And so I think that he's been very smart. I think the market will always be there. You know, hopefully the fans will stick with us and, and we can gain some traction with some new fans, you know, in addition to the people that have been following along. And um, I think it's going to be great. I think people will be really, really pleased with the direction that it's going in. And um, and it's certainly more accessible for everybody on the digital media platform, which seems to be the way that everything's going anyway. You know, everybody's got a smartphone. They're, they're um, watching everything on YouTube and even Netflix on their on their phones. So it's, it's an, an incredibly accessible platform in which um, to bring what we're doing. 
to a, a bigger audience, I think. I, I do. I agree with that. I, I guess as long as uh, the social media engagement is high, then uh, it becomes a, a, a very good platform. You don't have to answer the sponsors and things of that nature. Advertisers who may want to change the product or change the presentation all right. gets taken out of their hands, which is which is a great thing. And of course, uh, Wow does have a very strong following, so I expect the best out of them as as that relates. Uh, but you yeah, know, I mean, it's... I'm sorry. Uh, you know that one of the uh, major changes that that took place, and we can talk about it now, is that you are okay. the champion. Uh, yes, I am. I am the uh, the world champion of the universe, I believe is how <laughs> David McClain put it. Not just of this world, of the entire universe as we know it. The world champion. Rightfully so, by the way. Rightfully so. You, you uh <laughs> There was a little bit of, of fantasy and reality tied into there. We we talked about a little bit of that off off uh, line. Uh, how Wow's presentation has changed a bit, at least in my opinion, since the um, the earlier incarnation of it, is that uh, they took a little bit of a uh, reality, kind of twisted some fantasy in there. I mean, they they you know you, you openly have acknowledged family on camera, and uh, the. The fact that you are an original and and the amount of time that was put behind the pursuit of that championship and that was uh, legit. So, right. I mean, so how, now that we're here and, and we we can talk a little bit more candidly, uh, the the winning of the championship, regardless of what professional wrestling is to people, I mean, we all, we all know that it's it's a little bit of make believe in there, but you know, there, there's a lot of pride in and being the chosen if you you know if we could put it that absolutely there is and and listen and it it doesn't come without an immense amount of of work i mean you don't get the honor of having even the the right to go up and and to even battle for that for that title if um you know if you're not fit i mean in in any organization whether it be wwe um tna you know, even um, some of the indie women. Um, the, the independent promotion. Ones, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's an, it's an honor. It was an honor to, I mean, you know, in the process of going through it was phenomenal. It was, you know, it, it allowed a lot of, of soul searching and, and working, you know, really working for it. And, and, it was tough. <laughs> you know, was the last, I would say, four matches that I've had have been, you know, some of the most physically demanding, emotionally demanding matches that I've had in my entire career. And um, it's, um, I have a lot of respect for the women that I faced. And, um, it, you know, it really was an honor. It, it, I mean, it was true emotion that came out when I won that belt. Okay. And it shows that, you know, uh, I did make it, uh, I guess, public that I was reviewing the uh, first, well, I shouldn't say first season, season two of WOW. I went through it from uh, start to finish. And originally, I I wanted to kind of go through that with a participant. And I, but I'm not going to do that because that might 
put you in an unfair position. That there were episodes that I liked, some not so much, but you know, but at the end of it, now this is what I got from the the journey of Jungle Girl. You seem to show, and I and I hope that somebody listening to this can um give me their opinion on it too. Okay. A little bit of the training that you got outside of WoW. In my view, it, it's it came across like you worked an entirely different style of match than the one than the girls that just got into WoW. Right. Did um what? did a little bit of that WoW slash was it UPW that you were in at the time? Yeah, UPW. Okay, so did a little bit. And IZW. Oh, okay. See now there, you 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 had WoW training, UPW tra- training. I was ICW. Is that it? I, IZW, as, uh, that was Navajo, yeah, Navajo Warriors um, promotion in Arizona. And and a lot of people forget that you wrestled beyond WOW. I, I know that they they recognize you as Jungle Girl and, and that's it, but a lot of people tend to kind of forget about that, that your uh, wrestling repertoire went beyond that ring. So did, did any of that come into play when you returned? I think so. I mean... You know, there's a deep, deep psychology um, that comes with wrestling. And I think that working on the indie circuit gave me a deeper appreciation for that psychology. I think it's, um, you know, there are some hard workers out there that, um, you know, they're, they're traveling city to city, you know, living out of their cars, barely being able to afford a, a hotel room to stay in on their travels. And there's such passion in the industry. I mean, there's such a love for what they do and such a deep um, understanding and respect for the values of the business. And, um, you know, I didn't learn a lot of that in WOW. We, um, we were very well taken care of. Um, David had a tremendous amount of respect for the talent. Um, you know, it was very different when I went off into the indie scene. But there was, um, you know, we, we really learned a greater deal of, um, or I did, learned a greater deal of, of um, insider, I guess, um, information as it relates to just storytelling in the ring and, and um, you know, character building and, and doing all of that that I, I really didn't, I had grown up as a fan my entire life of wrestling, but you don't really, really understand that or appreciate it until I think that you are in that indie circuit and living it. You know, I, um, and I, I'd say this without being, again, you know, insulting to some of the girls that came through. Uh, during those reviews, that, that was when I really tend to notice some of that. Because uh, I, I hadn't paid attention to it before, uh, but there was—I uh, don't want to call it a spot. No, I'm not trying to use inside terminology, but there there was a certain uh, mannerisms that seemed to come more often than not from the girls that just got there. Um, the hookup, the, you know, the collar elbow tie up, side headlock, crank down on your head three times, maybe turn it into a wrist bar, crank down on that two or three, shoot off into the ropes, shoulder tackle, you know, that, that spot. And it right. seemed somewhat commonplace. And, and, and again, 
not taking on. I know that they they didn't get necessarily the uh, the openness, you know, the training that you got. So when I saw Jungle Girl versus Todrick the Gamer, it was a completely different show, completely right. different. And I I have said it in review. I'm not saying it now just to be saying it. You can go back and listen to it on on my channel. If you don't believe it, I said now that was the best match <laughs> of the season. Easily. Thank you. And and that Todrick hung in there, you know, because I I'll be honest, I went into that match just expecting Jungle Girl to carry it, but but Todrick delivered the goods. She's a great athlete. She really is an incredible athlete, and I think that um and and it was obvious from the beginning when she started her when she started her training and um she, she really took to uh, the business loving it. And I think that it comes through, I mean, in anything that anybody does, when you have a, a deep-rooted passion for what you're doing, it becomes obvious. I mean, it's it, it's not a sell at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, you know, and there and there's so many of those people out there, you know, that that unfortunately don't get the recognition and don't get the platform that we've been so... Um, fortunate to have. I mean, I really, you know, David has, has tirelessly worked to, you know, gain traction and, and rebuild it and rebrand it. And, you know, I think that most people would have given up, you know, after the, we had folded in 2001. And, um, and it wasn't, he was adamant about, you know, restoring the brand and, and making it bigger and better and, and doing it the right way. You know, he made some mistakes in the past. He learned from them. He acknowledged it. And, you know, we've moved forward. And, um, you know, he could have very well said, you know, not so much. I, I don't think, you know, we're going to move on with some some new and shiny people. Um, but he contacted me right away. And I, I had a tremendous amount of respect for him in how he treated the talent, especially after knowing, you know, how I was treated on the indie circuit. I said, you know, I will be there in your corner and, and um, work for you. Very good. Now, I, I do believe that, I don't know if uh, it was fans that kind of put it into his ear. Maybe he heard it on on one of the podcast episodes. I'm sure I, I mentioned it as well. Uh, or, or maybe it might have been his inner circle. Or maybe he was scouting around. But I, I do see the influx of uh, that, that gradual change that WoW has had. A lot of fans originally would say that WoW kind of existed within his own universe uh, without needing to acknowledge an independent circuit at all. But that's that's completely changed. Where you have a Santana Garrett, you have an Amber O'Neill, you have a, uh, more recently a Christina Von Erie, a Holiday, right. and uh, uh, Spike, who wrestles as Hudson Envy, uh, you can openly acknowledge that these girls have been out on the uh, the independent circuit and bring yes. them in with their fans and integrate them into WOW, which I think is a, a far better uh, presentation, in my view, uh, to, you know, to kind of keep up with the time, especially now where you have so many all-women promotions that have been scattered around right. the country. I would agree, 100%. I agree with that. But, you know... I would be remiss if I did not ask this. <laughs> and you probably Go know ahead. where I'm coming. I, 
I'm going to repeat that I thought that the match that you had with Tadovic was very, very good. Best one of the of the season. Anybody that hasn't looked at it, it's episode 10, uh, uh, Tadovic the Gamer versus Jungle Girl. Uh, I thought they did a, a far better story than, than most. It, it, it was easy to follow. Jungle Girl looks amazing in the ring. If, if you haven't <laughs> seen her arms, uh, you, you need to just check those out just on their own. So that being said, you look like you're in great shape. You stayed, you know, very active. Uh, you seemingly have picked it up without losing the beat. I mean, maybe you might feel like you have ring rust or not. I don't know. <laughs> That's you, real, by the way. That, <laughs> what, ring rust? Yes. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't show it. It is very real. I believe it. But, but again, you know, you, you seem to, like, get right back into the game. So... The question, are you going to open yourself up for anybody that wants you now? Um, you know, <laughs> probably not. No? I don't, I don't think so. I think that, um, you know, that would really speak to not being happy where I am. And I'm thrilled with the organization. I'm hoping that it, it, it keeps growing. Um, you know, I, I'm getting at an age where I'm going to have to pass on the torch, not too, not too far in the distant future, I'm sure. But it's, um, I would love, I mean, I would love for the WOW promotion to be working um, more, uh, I, you know, I, to be more active and, and to and participate in that more. I just, um, you know, I have a, David has had a tremendous amount of, of, um, trust in me and there's been a loyalty and I don't think that I would ever, um, you know, go anywhere else. Well, well, let me, I guess I should clarify the, uh, the question. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to present it as in pick one or the well, other. In addition to you, in, in addition, in addition I, to you know, because again, you got a lot of those girls who, even though they're there and have come back, uh, they, they continue on, you know, uh, Abilene Maverick slash Barbie Hayden. She's, she's right. uh, still on the independent circuit. Von, the ones I just named, Von Erie, Hudson Envy, uh, Amber O'Neill, all, all of them uh, have shown a great interest in coming back and doing well, right. but I also know that they will continue to, to show up at the Shines, the Shimmers, the uh, Queens of Combat, the WSUs, and so on and so forth. So that said, without having to leave WOW, would, could. I, I understand that. I, okay. yeah, so, no, I still wouldn't. So, I think that... Well, know, I'm sorry, promoter. I, I wish... Tried. What? I'll tell the promoters out there. I'm sorry. I tried. Uh, so, I, I think that if, um, if all of that had existed originally when I was in WOW, you know, 13 years ago, hmm. it, it would have been a much different story. But, you know, there's a lot of amazing, amazing talent out there. So for anybody even to think about booking me, there's people that are out there that are just extraordinary. They're young, you know, they have a, a long career ahead of them. And I think that any organization, quite honestly, would be better suited to work with someone who has um, more of a shelf life. Well, yeah, you know, I I, I will give that. And I'm, I'm going to go... Uh the opposite end of the coin, just to present the argument. 
You know, you know, because like devil's advocate that, today. That's right. You know why? Because they, <laughs> I, I have to present it on the on the side of the promoter. Now, let's say you you are absolutely correct. You you as a promoter, you want to get somebody that that's going to have a, a a strong shelf life for them. That is true. Correct. But you also uh, go for novelty. You also go for you know somebody who can give a, a great presentation. And, you know, maybe not necessarily work a full-time deal, but, you know, hey, come in here and do something and, you know, let's have a, a good match for the, for your crowd and, you know, we can sell it off of that. I.e., in this particular case, you have Matt Hardy, who's out in uh, Impact Wrestling right now. Right. Maybe having the best run of his career as Broken Matt, which is, a, which is an insane, crazy character. But the guy, you know, he's 42. He's basically yeah. my age. And... He he's still doing it, but he also has trimmed down his schedule. He he kind of gets to work when he wants, and uh, they they give him the money that he's looking for. He he has uh, his family traveling with him, and you know he he's made it to where it is comfortable for what he wants to do. So again, playing the devil's advocate here. Let's let's listen. Say, I I, I never say never in okay. life. Right. With the I mean there are, there are a few exceptions. Do I want crack? No, I don't want crack. So <laughs> never say never. There's something, but you know, when it comes when it comes to business, when it comes to um, you know, I, I would never say never. Mm. Okay, is that good enough for you? <laughs> that, that's good enough for me. And you know, all, all of these listen, nobody are... nobody's banging on my door right now, so well, I, guess I, I, would I don't think they've it. all seen it yet. You know, that, now let's let's take this in, in consideration. When were these episodes taped? That was in 2012. Was it when they were shot? They were two years ago. Two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Okay. All right. Two or three. Maybe it was three. It might have been three. Okay. I've had my, okay. So yeah, it was probably, it was right before I opened up my gym. So probably about three years ago. Okay. So we're talking 2013. So, you know, you did something at the end of the match uh, with Tadavik. That has now been coined Suplex City. <laughs> now you're doing this before there was a term called Suplex City. Now, granted, I understand stringing the, the German suplexes together wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't necessarily invented right there on the spot, but you know, it, it wasn't in vogue like it is now either. You were pretty much a, a little bit ahead of the curve, tossing, tatt- tossing her around. <laughs> At the end of the I'm match, cutting edge, man. I'm cutting edge. I, I see, and with relative ease. It wasn't like it was a struggle to, to get her up. It's, I mean, come on, that right there alone is kind of a kind of a big sell. <laughs> Maybe I just made it look easy. It wasn't. It, it was. Uh, it was a challenge. Well, you made it look easy, then. I, I'll go. So <laughs> good for my ego. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I need to talk to you at least once a month. Well, you do need to talk to me once. A month. <laughs> just just for kicks and just to catch up. You should. I know you're right. I should. <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. That's the, yeah, you know. But you know, I'm uh, I'm talking about this this confrontation again. For those who haven't seen it, there are two. Matches featuring Jungle Girl and Tatavik. So I'm just talking about the first one. And within this story, I mean, not, and that, going back to it, that's the other thing that kind of 
played out real strong here is the story that was being told. Uh, right. The the only thing that I think that was, I guess, missed at the original one was I, I don't think they defined whether that was, okay, the winner of this goes goes into the championship. It was implied, but I, I don't know if it was uh, definitive. But, I mean, as a viewer, you pretty much got the point. This is, right. this is an important match. These two ladies have beaten the uh, the previous uh, pairing, who later became a tag team. So now it's down to the two of you, and you, you're countering each other, and, you, and you're beating each other up. You, your ribs are hurting, and, you know, all that good stuff. You know, all the high drama that comes with, with pro wrestling as you're desperately trying to land that, that <laughs> splash that's going to put her away. You know, yes. Who was responsible for that for that mess? I mean, I I have to know this now, you know, because again, and I can't say it enough, that stood out far more than any other match that season, even the championship match. All due respect to Lana Star and Spike. Um, what do you mean who put it together? Uh, were you calling it in the ring? Did did y'all decide before you got out there? I mean, you want me to tell you my secrets? <laughs> well, you know, okay. Can you can you give some of that without uh, blowing your secrets? I was a whole lot of Jungle Girl. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. So so you still I mean that right there, a whole lot of Jungle. That tells me you still got it. <laughs> I do still have it. Yeah. So, you I know, do still have it. I don't know how much longer I still have it for, but I just <laughs> I mean, listen, mm-hmm. I um. But this is my life, you know. I've I opened up a, a a gym. It's it's been my life. It's what changed my life, you know. It it um. So it's one of the most important things for me. So staying um. It's, my thing is always be ready, you know. Always be ready. I'm not preparing for any particular event. I'm not, you know. I I don't like fitness shows and not that I, you know, if you like to do them, that's fine. But for me, I just always want to be ready. Okay. Well, you know. And I'm going to stay ready as long as I can. Well, you were clearly ready. You're <laughs> clearly ready in, in that regard. So, so, you know, let's move over to uh, season three where you guys have advanced the story. Uh, I guess I should clarify that at the end of the first match it was essentially a draw not right. either one of you won uh i, I think it well was... yeah there was a winner <laughs> well we're, we're talking officially now <laughs> no officially we had some breath issues <laughs> yeah officially the, i i understand I, I think it was the old double pin uh, you, you applied it. Here we, we go back again. German suplex. You applied the German suplex with the bridge. You had Tadavik down. You were you were trying to kick the referee to get him back up and into the match. Uh, another referee shoots into the ring. Tadavik sees that referee, and she gets her shoulder up while you also are applying a bridge to get your shoulders off the ground. But right. neither one of you are, are necessarily successful, so they, they count both shoulders from both people, and then they say the other person won. Right. Which then leads into match number two. Exactly. And 
what a story you you're trying to tell there. The the, the fight through the ribs. It that was real. I mean, there was that was not a word. That was as real as real could be, and that was a. Um, I mean, it was it was a grudge match more than more than it being a, a title match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a title contender match, I should say. It was um, it was a grudge match, and it was um, hard fought. I mean, listen, she's an extraordinary athlete. Truly, truly is. Uh, I give her all the credit in the world. And, um, yeah, that was my heart and my soul going into that. Uh, it, it seems like it. You know, uh, most of the the wild matches had been kind of clocked at, mm, let's say, including the entrances and exits, about five to six minutes, somewhere in there. Uh, but your matches were 10 to 15, you know, so when you say that heart and soul kind of went into it, I was like heart, soul, body, you know, that that kind of all seemed to get wrapped up in there. Uh, There were portions of it that seemed quite punishing, actually. There were portions that were very punishing. I mean, you know, for me, um, I'm a very physical person anyway. So for me to wrestle anything other than being very physical would just be denying who I am, you know, and jungle girl really is who I am, you know, in that, in that sense, just very raw, very animalistic. Um, you know, it's, it's not about cheating to win, but it's about, you know, taking the measures necessary to win with as much brute force as possible. And, um, and, and that's what Jungle Girl has always been about. And so then when you get another competitor in there that's just as physical, you know, that makes for a hell of a match. You know, you have a lot of imbalances maybe with some of the matches, and, and that happens, you know, regardless of the promotion. And But when you have talent that is lined up um, fairly equally, you know, magic happens. I see. And uh, the chemistry that was expressed between the two of you, I thought was uh, very good. Uh, I don't know which one I would say. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give the edge to you and Tatum. You know, I, I was hard pressed to find uh, chemistry better than you and uh, Gosh, the, the farmer's daughter. I think that I think we we talked about that the first time I had you on yeah. the first one. I thought that that was the uh, the the match of the pay per view. But, uh, yeah, you and Tadavik have done a little better there, I, I would tend to believe. I, I, I think that ex- extra experience that you brought into it may have been the determining factor there, in, in my view. And, and there is a bit of wisdom that comes with age <laughs> in just, I don't know, seeing the bigger picture of things. I think maybe um, – it was difficult, even in the in the original Wild Days, for me really to understand the bigger picture of it all. Um, so there's, you know, with the with the insight of of having worked on the indie circuit and just the insight of life, um, it, it it becomes a, a lot more transparent to see everything as it is. Okay, so we we should uh conclude and tell so that the the second match 
was won by Jungle Girl officially this time, following a, <laughs> a beautiful splash. And you, you have a great form when you come off the rope and, and do the splash. <laughs> It, it, Thanks. There's no falling off or none, none of that stuff like that. I mean, it, there's a there's an elegance to flying through the air. <laughs> I was. I think that's the match that I almost fell off the turnbuckle, though. Uh-oh, don't no, don't go and get yourself killed. Now we don't we don't want that. <laughs> Tonight I I uh, almost fell backwards, so I uh, leaped off quickly. But it's uh, I can't remember if that was that one or with um, with Lana. I, I I don't remember. I, I don't remember which one that was. I know that yeah, the effort to go was uh, the effort to get up there happened three three or four times in the Titanic match. I right. think that yeah. that was a little bit. And you know, that's when I look back at that. That's one of those things. That's like, okay, this is a little bit different because the story is now being told is I've got to hit her with my coup de gras, and I got to try to do it as soon as I can. And she kept countering. She kept moving out the way, or whatever the case may be. And then finally, you know, it, 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 once I got her down, she's not moving. This is it. I can hit her with this. And boom, you know, you, you give the crowd what they're looking for. It, I, I finally right. nail it. So, you know, it's those moments in there where I'm looking at it. I was like, this works. A, this is a little different than the other ones that I've seen. So, yeah, I, I think that's that, that little bit of independent wrestling knowledge that has creeped in that, to help you through. Well, I'll take it. I appreciate that. And then your your last match would be the match, the championship match. Yes. Yourself and the uh, fabulous Lana Starr with uh, Miss Kitty in her corner. <laughs> now, one of the things that's amazing is that you you don't really play it up as a, I guess, quote, baby face. But, uh... You know, in some cases, you almost almost came off as a heel, but but here well, I, I think there's a slight transition of um, I think you know I I think that Wow saw the softening of Jungle Girl, especially becoming a mother. So I think there is a transition with um, you know I was always kind of a tweener anyway. I was never really I, you know I think people. Um, I wasn't a true heel, and I and I have never been a true babyface. So it's um, you know it, it's an interesting line to play because it's um, you know people don't want to hate me, but at the same time they don't really want to like me either. So it's um, you know it's it's been she's interesting, Jungle Girl. Well, now how can you not like Jungle Girl at this point? Because you, you brought up a great. <laughs> You brought up a great point because one of the things that came out, and we said it a little bit earlier, is that Wow began to acknowledge your family, they acknowledge right. that you're a mother, that you have a son, and you know, at the not to get ahead of the match because of course I want to talk to you about the match, but at the end of that, you know, he's here he is on the big screen, you know, yeah, so, you know, if you're out in that crowd or you're watching on TV or watching on the computer, what have you. And you see this, you 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 understand the story that that uh, Jungle Girl has gone through. That I you know I've, I've been I'm an original. We got to start with that. I'm an original. Wow, I've you know I've I've called out for the champion in that first season ten years ago. I never got my right. Here I am now, season two, ten years later, and I'm 
having to cut through the competition just in order to get the shot. I finally get the right. shot. Now I'm having to fight through these obstacles during the course of the match. So I mean, the the story there is very clear. It's very evident. I don't I don't know how anybody there could just boo, you know, not want you to to win at that point. Right. It's probably one of the better stories that it came across uh, throughout the Wild Revival. Well, I think, but also you have been along for the ride too. So, and and you're a purist. You're a purist as a as a fan. Mm -hmm. You know, as it's um. So I, you know, I think if you really understand, one having been been along for the ride since since the beginning, since we you know started back in two thousand, and then, you know, going through and 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 understanding that. You know, all of it. Um, I, I really do. I think the storyline is awesome. I think the entire the, the entire thing is is great. And I hope that we, you know, I hope that it comes across as it was intended to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and it, it could be lost with the newer fans. And... Um, you know, but I think that there's a, a big enough group of, of original people that have been following it from the beginning that I think do appreciate what we've done. You know, and do appreciate where where you know we're, we're taking the entire thing. You know, what's to come next? I don't really know. I have Chloe Hertz on the 29th, but other than that, you know, and I don't know much about her. Yeah, I was uh, I was going to get get onto that. I was like, I saw. <laughs> That um, you have a, a, a title defense coming up. You just mentioned her name, Chloe Hertz. I forget her name on the um, the independent circuit right now. Uh, it'll, it'll come to me later. But uh, I know that Katie Forbes. There you go. Thank you, Katie Forbes. The, the Barbie badass. That, that the is, Barbie badass. <laughs> that is her moniker. So yeah, I, I remember. Uh, here, here again, we have another indie girl who's coming in to to work you. And working for a championship that I guess at this point it is you're kind of tasked with bringing value and prestige to the title as the champion. Right. So first, before getting back into the the, uh, the match that was past tense of Lana Star, let's, let's talk about the briefly talk about the event that's coming up on the 29th, which has been you know pretty much advertised for about a month or so. Uh, Wild has a live event that is going to take place. Uh, in Los Angeles, at the, was it Belasco? The, I might be saying it wrong. Yeah, the, Bel- the Belasco Theater, which okay. is beautiful. I'm excited. We've never done a venue like that before. And, and here again, you know, it it speaks to, I guess, the influence that the independents have had. I, I believe, and you know, I, again, I could be wrong, but it is very much in that vein where. Uh, you have these companies that take these theaters and, you know, kind of take them over and they, and they have this beautiful backdrop for these matches that go on. And they, they you got these people that get in there and they have these incredible high octane matches. And you're about to be in the ring with one of those people that could potentially give you that incredible high octane match. You know, right. I'm hoping. Uh, now, are you training for for cardio? Are you training without without giving away too much of your 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 plan, of course. 
but uh, are you are you training to put in the 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 twenty thirty minutes? You know, if it goes bell to bell, if it goes the distance. Listen, I mean that's you know one of one of my gifts, and I told you before, I I train to always be ready, and whether it's to to be in the ring, whether it's you know to be faced with with some challenge in life that I need to um, you know I need the stamina for whatever it might be. You know, it's, um, you never know, the zombie apocalypse, whatever it might be. I got to outrun them. <laughs> so um, I am, I'm in great shape. I've been in great shape. Um, really the best shape of my life um, for the last, I want to say, seven, eight years. And um, so whether it's, and that's both, you know, strength and cardio. So whether it's... Um, you know, it's a five-minute off and tumble, or we end up going 25 minutes. I'm ready. I see. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly not going to doubt uh, your ability to go. You know, I've I, I said it now in this conversation. I've said it in the, in the wild reviews. You, you, I have come to the game or come back to the game in amazing shape. So I, I am a believer. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Now the uh, the chi- the That's actual ringing champ- endorsement. It is a ringing endorsement. That I know. I, I know I that. Appreciate it. Wild doesn't necessarily want to take endorsements from other locations and podcasts and things like that. But I will take it personally. Okay, <laughs> Eric Porter will take it. That's that's an endorsement from the women's pro. <laughs> I will take it. Indeed. You know, I have nothing but love and mad respect for you, so I will take it. Well, uh, and I appreciate it. it. It is reciprocated. Now, the championship match itself. We, we yes. have to tell people, go online and watch the match. This was uh, the crowning moment of uh, Erica Porter's in-ring career. As she faced Lana Starr for the, for the championship, and I will dare say, uh, was the other half of maybe the best match that she has been a part of. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I, I really think that she doesn't get the credit that she deserves. Um, she really doesn't. And she happens to be in the best shape of her life right now. You know, um, she's done great. Obviously, she, we, she, she, she did. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, she, she's done great. And I, I certainly wanted to, you know, give her credit where credit is due. Her match with Spike, you know, the, the the two ones that she had there were probably the, the best showcases that she's had leading into the Jungle Girl match. Uh, the, you know, the only other time that I've ever kind of like, okay, this didn't really show off what she could do was, uh, unfortunately, and, and not a knock on Sunshine, whoever she is or wherever she's at, uh, it was far too short. It, it didn't give enough to show the return of Lana Starr. So I, I, I didn't think right. I didn't think she got off to a good start in that regard. Uh, you know, if I'm going to compare it to the 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 way they used champions back in the day, you you want to have them go a good five, six, ten minutes to, just to show what they could do. Absolutely. Uh, but that match was maybe like a minute and a half, if that. <laughs> so it it was un it, I felt it was unfair to her as the champion. Hudson Envy, however, that was a different ball game. She was able to stretch that out. Right. 
Jungle Girl, different ball game. You was able to stretch that out, and and you know she she had the manager on the outside, popping the head with the mirror and all that good, all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I like Miss Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> or it's not Miss Kitty, it's just Kitty. Oh, I was getting. Well, I was getting trouble. Oh, she she not she <laughs> like Miss Kitty. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I need to apologize for that because I think I called her Miss Kitty too. So I I call her Miss Kitty all the time, but it's just Kitty. Okay, so I'll just I'll just say Kitty. So you like it, despite the fact that she nailed you in the head with this mirror. You know what? She's um, yeah. You know, I I appreciate a good sense of humor and and um, you know the fact that she thought that that was going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you <laughs> was going in beast mode. I am a beast, man. Uh, so, so there is no mode. You just, you just like that. Once, once the bell rings, beast mode is twenty four seven. Yes. Uh, all right. So that. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I my. I'm not looking to have my shoulders pinned ever. So somebody better take me out and take me out good if they uh, expect to exchange the title to anybody else. So you know, as far as Chloe hurts, there's. Um, she better bring her her. If there was something greater than an A game, I would say she's got to find that. Oh, wow. Okay, that that is um, that's those are strong words. I mean, you almost <laughs> put me at a loss right there just saying it. But that that's promo material. So something stronger <laughs> than an A game. All right. So something, I don't know what that would be. That would be. Uh, I don't. I don't know either. Is, is there such a thing? <laughs> Me. Oh well, you are you are on you are on fire right now. She's got to be Jungle Girl to beat Jungle Girl. Have, have you? Uh, are you sure? And I just don't see that happening. Promos. You you are you you just running it right now. <laughs> so so to, on, we got to we got to build up that match. Well, you're right. So. You know, and I, I I will say I missed how she earned the shot because I know that uh, there was a, a live Facebook feed of some of the matches, and I and I didn't get a chance to watch it. So uh, first, last we'll, Friday, and you can still watch it, by the way. So she right. went against Hollywood, okay. and um, so you, I don't know if it's on Wow. I know it's on her Facebook page. Oh, it is okay. Well, uh, on her uh, on Katie Forbes, I know that the uh, the match is on there. I will have to take a look at that. I watched it. Okay, so having watched this now, what did you what did you walk away with uh, from your upcoming opponent? I'm confident that I'll be keeping my title. Oh, okay. <laughs> no disrespect to her, but. So she she's got some work cut out for her. She does, and uh, and I'm sure she knows that, and I'm sure she's preparing accordingly. But like I said, it's hard to get ready for that in a two week period of time. I'm always ready. Okay, now should I even begin to play devil's advocate here, or you know, you, you sound like you, you're already in your in your uh, competitive mindset. You've already done it today. Come on. Uh, okay. Don't stop so, now. All right. So, so Chloe Hurts. Let, let's start with yes. 
She she when she steps into wild territory, Katie Forbes is gone. Chloe Hertz is is on. She she adopts a new persona, commonplace in the world of professional wrestling. We get it, but she is uh, I, I guess putting it out there that she's she's a little bit different game than the rest of the of, of the wild girls. Uh, I'm looking at one of the the statements right now. I won't repeat it, but she's she's the realest bee in the game. So uh, that right there is, is uh, quite a broad statement. Do you feel like you will be able to toss her around the same way that you did with Tadavik? And by proxy, Lana Star. I mean, you, you, you cut through some competition. Will she just be another one on the on the uh, victims list? I would be foolish to say no. You know, of course she will be. <laughs> and now, I wish I, that I uh, had access to, to her to see her, to hear her rebuttal. But we will just <laughs> assume for the benefit of this that she is uh, looking to relieve you of your championship. So I'm sure she is. So I would hope that she's not embarking on a on a title match just for shits and giggles. Well, you know, I would not. I would hope that she expects to beat me because that will make it that much sweeter. <laughs> Look, I don't want someone that lays down in the ring and just gives it to me either. I, you know, I want to fight. Okay, so you're basically saying that her drive and and desire to win will make your victory that much better. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Uh, it, I don't think there's any big secret that you will be looking for the uh, the splash for the top rope. Who knows? I have other things in my arsenal. Well, well, that you do. Uh, it, your game <laughs> has certainly been uh, widened with you know the jungle driver. I think powerball. I mean, you, you have a quite a, quite a few of them that that are in there. Uh, that just seemed to be the most uh, efficient go to that was that was in your arsenal. I like the splash. I'm not gonna lie. I love the splash. Now, again, you saw her. You saw the match with Hertz. Is there something that is in her arsenal that you feel like? All right, I gotta watch out for that one. Um, she does a lot of lucha style wrestling, and so, um, yeah, she's she's quick. She's got a lot of um, head scissor maneuvers and. Um, you know, I've watched her her work, mm-hmm. not just with WoW, but I've I've watched her, and um, yeah, I mean she's she's a formidable opponent. I, I mean, I would hope that they wouldn't put me with anybody that wasn't um, that wasn't deserving of it. So um, yeah, I mean she's you know listen, you gotta always be ready for whatever might come. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna lay down and think that it's gonna just be an easy win. Okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't have done that with anybody. I, there's not a single opponent from, you know, hammering Heather Steele to Sarah the Princess to, uh, um, I'm, I'm everybody's names are escaping me now. But to uh, you know I, that there, I there's a new one on the on the rise. I, I think uh, the, the MMA fight. I don't know if she's actually gonna uh, get in the ring. Genesis. Uh, oh yes. That that that's I would what, love love to face her. 
really now you know that was the the second half of that question because because uh, i'm going to go ahead and assume just based on what we've talked about there that is more or less a foregone conclusion that you're going to put uh hurts away is is that 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 seems to be the, the general idea here so you know, even if i didn't i would still hope that there's some competition out there for me and i build it back up so that i i get another title shot but you know, I'm, not, I'm going in with the expectation that I'm going to win, Uh-oh. and um, you know, and then I'm I'm sure people will be banging on the door at a at a shot at the title. It's just the way it works. Yeah. And there's a nice uh, there's a nice roster of women building up, and it's going to be fun. And that is exactly what I'm getting to there. Uh, the the hard question. You you survive hurts, and if you had your choice of who is next in line? If it was champion's choice of who gets the next next shot up, uh, is there any particular preference that you're uh, dealing with right now? I don't know. You know, I, I may like like a Santana Garrett. I'm, you know, I think that, um, you know, she's she has uh, a lot of knowledge, a lot of training, and I think I would love to to battle it out with her you know I, I you know I don't know as far as um I've never watched I've watched Genesis in the in the um in the octagon but I've never seen her um wrestling abilities so but if she's anything like she is in the ring you know fighting in, in uh mixed martial arts I would love and Kida is another one who you know if you watch her in her mixed martial art um she's outstanding Yes, if she I've, starts I've applying it. some of that stuff, you know, in in the wrestling ring. It's she's going to have uh, well, a good she... time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's going to have a good time climbing up the ladder. Well, I I don't think it could have been said any better than what you said that the roster is expanding and you're getting a lot of girls with at this point a variety of different uh, styles. Uh, Bonnieri, from... I mean, even Hudson, I mean. Uh, you know, Spike. Yeah. It would be, um, you know, there's some, there's some great, great talent. And um, it, there's a lot of girls I would really like to work with. I mean, I would love to work with Spike. Okay. I think she's an extraordinary um, wrestler. You know, she's done a lot of work in Japan. And um, that's a different, different game altogether. And I think it, it will be good. Yeah, the uh, strong style, as they say. Yes. So you'd have to go directly into beast mode. Do not pass go. <laughs> in order to adjust. Yeah, but I don't. But I'm I'm not shy, and I you know there's not many things that I don't feel like I can handle, and um, you know I'll prepare myself accordingly for those things. But I'm, you know, the amount of training that will take to to face somebody with a very unique and different style is not going to be much. Okay. Now, one thing that has not happened in a while, and and I know that you're not the matchmaker, uh, but I just want to address it just for a moment. Um, of course, since 2000, when WOW was originally around, uh, the landscape of how the matches kind of go go about in title matches has, has changed a bit. You've been in a ladder match, but not a ladder match where you had to climb up to gain your title. Um, no, that's true. 
And, and that wasn't a ladder match. It was a squash oh, match. Oh, yeah, that, that's the one right. That I oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ladder came into play, but it wasn't you know, right. It wasn't a ladder match. You used the ladder. So Yes. But now let, let's take this into, um, you know, the, the booker's office. And they say, hey, you know what? We got a great idea. We're going to put you in a four corners match. You're going to take on four people at one time. Or you're going to get into a ladder match or, or a hardcore match. Are you prepared to step in the ring under some of these crazy circumstances that professional wrestling has provided over the years? You know, with some weird matches, some some a little bit more obscure than others. But are you ready? I am. You yeah. Are. Okay. I, I yeah, like, I am. I like the confidence. I am, and, and now, mind you, I do think that there's a difference in what the fan wants to see from women mm-hmm. than what they want to see from men. Okay. Um, just by the, I mean, whether that's sexist, whether it's, I mean, that's just one of those things that uh, kind of is what it is. You know, like with our pay-per-view match that we had back in 2001, and there was um, blood and um, the fans didn't like it. They didn't take to it. It was, um, you know, they just, that's not, how they wanted to see it. And I don't think that, um, I think that's more maybe Japanese style wrestling and it's, um, but I don't know that, that fans here are quite prepared to see that unless they're seeing it in like the USC, you know, where Rhonda kind of changed that game a bit. And, um, well, well, okay. Now that's a, that's a good point right there that Rhonda changed the game and the influx of women, uh, in the UFC and just uh, MMA in general, do you think that that opinion has has not changed? Here we, here we are, some uh, 15 years later, and quite possibly maybe there's an acceptance for it. Do you, do you think that that may have come into play by now? Maybe, yeah. But even then, I don't know. You know, I I don't think that. Um, and quite honestly, even myself, I. Um, I'm not a big, huge fan of hardcore matches anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that you, you deviate from what's so beautiful about wrestling and you stop wrestling and you start beating each other with stuff. I mean, that's a, a, a street brawl, okay. you know, and I think that, um, and I'm really not interested in watching most matches like that. You know, if, you know, if, if we progress to that place, then, you know, we'll visit that and I'll make a decision, you know, but ladder matches and things like that. Hell yeah. I'm I'm on board, but you know the but the hardcore matches. I just you know it's first of all you got to have one hell of a storyline with somebody to to take it there, and it's really not that interesting. I mean, quite honestly, it's not wrestling. It's not that interesting. I don't find it for me. I don't find it entertaining, and I could be in a minority. Okay, but I don't know. No, I mean, know? that that, that I would rather watch. Yeah, I mean, I would really rather watch some some solid, you know, like a like a, a Kurt Angle in the ring, just getting it on, and uh, then I'm trying to think of God, who's had some of the most hardcore. horrific um, hardcore matches. I mean, well, well, I'm just gonna say, let's just use. I, I'll use a defunct promotion so we won't insult anybody. There, there were a cast of people that were in XPW, and they pretty yes, much built their go. career off of that. And I didn't yeah, care for you, any of that. But <laughs> I don't care for that. I really don't. 
I mean, I, 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 I don't mind a hardcore match every once in a while, but I, it, it was pushed beyond the level of good taste in in my view in, in that regard. Cause they, they, they had light tubes going across each other's backs and then taking buckets of salt and dumping on it. You know, that, that, was, that was a bit much. Yeah, I just, yeah, it is a bit much. I mean, I don't know. I mean, clearly some people liked it, but, I mean, not enough because it's defunct, but, you know. <laughs> so I'll just put that out there. Uh, good, good and you don't point. see a whole lot of it. I mean, you don't see a whole whole lot of it anymore. I mean, you don't. Not not on, not with the promotions that have not with the main that are televised and no, not the main promotion. You'll see it a lot with a lot of the indie, and I think because a lot of those guys feel like they have to pay their dues and and be like that to prove something, and I'm like. You know, I've watched really, really good wrestlers just do stupid, stupid things that just, first of all, weren't worth it. Putting their bodies on the line like that, you know, for 20 bucks mm. and a shitty meal. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's because you're 18 and you have no idea. Well, you're invulnerable. That yeah. one day you're going to need your nuts. <laughs> Please, <laughs> you, you're right. and unfortunately, I've seen matches where they've allowed things like that. So yeah, it, uh, it, it it probably wasn't the best idea, I'm sure. <laughs> Particularly if you want to reproduce, <laughs> you know. Uh, and what do they know at 18? No, it's just I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on about that, but it's just it's it's not my bag. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, so I I would I'm hopeful that that it's. You know that I'm not going to be asked to do something like that, mm. um, because then I think you really lose the purity of of you know what we're doing. Well, I, I do have to a while that they won't go that far. I, I I don't believe by any stretch of the imagination they'll go as far as anywhere close to what XPW. I mean, like I said, they they no, really try they to won't. push the bar beyond what any human being should do. You know. Right. Listen, even the UFC, by the way, when the UFC didn't have any rules and it was just a bloodbath. Oh, yeah. It and it's got really poor ratings and start, until they started to implement, okay, listen, we have to draw the line, we have to do this, it's turning people off. And when they did that and it became more about the fight, it exploded. It exploded. Yeah. It's, uh, I think the highest pay-per-view draw today. So I mean, I'm gonna have to wrap up. Oh, that's fine. That's all right. Well, you know, I, I know. I'm getting that... I'm getting summoned. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah, I, I do appreciate you taking time out to uh, jump on and and talk with me a minute. Just just chatted up about the uh, the return of Wow and the return of Jungle Girl and and the forthcoming championship match. And I want to put yes. that over one more time. That will be, uh, is that this month? That's this month. Okay. September so, 29th, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yes. Uh, in Los Angeles. Then you certainly want to go to State of Theater, Velasco. Velasco Theater in the downtown Velasco. L.A. There you go. You want to go there and you want to see the main event match, Chloe Hertz, Jungle Girl, Wild Championship. They're going to get it yes, on. Yes, and they, 
And they can go to uh, WOWE.com if they want to buy tickets or for any other information. If they want to know about any of the, the girls or the promotion itself. And then, you know, they can always find all of us on social media. And, and um, you know, we're always, we're always out there and, and certainly more than willing to talk to the fans and, and uh, open up conversation. And listen, I'll even be ridiculed. I don't care. <laughs> No, don't ridicule Jungle Girl. <laughs> I'm a big girl. I can take it. I, I know you can take it, but you know we, we want to keep you in a in a certain light. I I like you as is. I like you serious business, beast mode, all that good stuff. We don't we don't want to we don't want to ridicule Jungle Girl. Leave leave Jungle. Okay, good. <laughs> so folks, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know I try to look out for you. So so folks, the champion will be there uh, on the West Coast. Uh, on the 29th next Thursday from this podcast, as we are now recording this. Um, uh, if you want to catch her, be sure to go on and purchase your tickets. I don't know whether they will be doing the video for it at, at this stage or not, but uh, you definitely, definitely, definitely don't want to miss it. And you want to tune back in to see if we get any news on where they're going beyond uh, the 29th, because I'm sure there will be more news and updates that are forthcoming. So definitely. with that, Ms. Porter a.k.a. Jungle Girl, thank you for your time and uh, giving me giving me some uh, some insight on what's been going on. I'm glad to be able to sit down and chat with you. Always. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you um, giving me the opportunity to talk. Uh, Any time. You know, the door for you is always open. All right, folks, that was the interview with uh, one Erica Porter, that a.k.a. Jungle Girl, one of the WOW originals. She came on, like I said earlier, to kind of chat it up with me and and uh, talk about the uh, the changes in WOW, the championship, the matches, all of that good stuff, and I appreciate her for her time. Listen, if you have uh, the time and you have enjoyed the podcast, you like what we do, you like the videos that we produce, you, you enjoy the information that goes up on our on Facebook, or you would like the clips that's on Twitter, you know, wherever you happen to be following us. And if you're not doing it, uh, uh, please hope that you do. All of it is free. It's not going to cost you anything at all. Uh, nothing for the videos, nothing for, you know, of course, following on on uh, Twitter or Facebook. It's nothing, not going to cost you to subscribe on uh, YouTube, and it's certainly not going to cost you anything or as the podcast is related, if you're on Podbean, uh, you can click the subscribe button there and you'll get every episode of every interview that I ever do. And, you know, we're constantly trying to get some of the, the uh, best girls out there to come and talk about their wrestling careers. Uh, if you're not on Podbean or you don't choose to be on Podbean, the next phase for us with these podcasts, are, of course, on iTunes, which is the uh, biggest provider in the market. Uh, so if you are on iTunes, you can go on to WPN. Just type that in and it will pull up our show and all the podcast episodes. I believe there are about eight so far. And you can click that subscribe button. It is a free podcast. So regardless of whether you listen to it that day or not, you can, it's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to hurt your wallet. You can have that thing download directly into the device of your choice, and you will be able to hear from myself. But I'm sure you tune in primarily to hear from people such as Jungle Girl, such as the Blossom Twins, such as the Duchess Azali, 
and uh, America—that's Ashley America, who you know has retired since then. But I have gotten the last interview that she ever gave as a professional wrestler. So you can get all of that good stuff, and every platform is free. Uh, also, if you are looking to show support, please like and share the videos, the podcast. Because getting it around for more people to listen to helps our ratings. And of course, helping the ratings help keeps the show alive. If you want to do support in a, a more direct way, you can become a show Patreon and uh, provide a, a little bit of moral support and monetary support. And we appreciate it either way. All right, folks, that's going to be that. The uh, very next podcast is going to be women of honors kelly klein she's going to join me on there that's also going to be kind of a a special podcast because i I actually did that one face to face and there's video for that one so you'll be getting it on both ends you'll be getting the audio podcast the mp3 especially those of you that have gone ahead and hit that subscribe button and if you are on our youtube channel the video of that interview will be on there exclusively so you can catch it on both ends now, if you want to hear us talk, that's fine. I think that that one's going to be a little bit more uncut. And the uh, one that is on our YouTube channel, of course, that's going to be edited down a little bit uh, just to kind of illustrate the points that she's talking about. But either way, it's a good interview and you'll get some good information. Okay, folks, thanks for joining me for this one. And we will catch you next week. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.